Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Fishing for Men with Mac show. Ladies and gentlemen, good day. It is absolutely fantastic to have you on the show today. I want to remind you of the advertisement that I placed on my previous podcast regarding a video that I found of a guy where he explains to us why it It's a good idea to stop believing in God. The title of that video is 22 Reasons to Stop Believing in God. And I thought it would be a wonderful idea to look at those reasons that he gives and to provide some rebuttals, uh, some opposing ideas to the ideas that he promotes there. And I thought about doing that in 11 podcasts because he's got 22 points and I thought I can can do two, two points at a shot. So... I think it will help us gain clarity on some of the issues. You know, sometimes Christians walk around with ideas on atheism that is not true. And, you know, atheists need to stand up and say, hey, look, you're actually misrepresenting us there. And sometimes atheists walk around with ideas on theism that is also not true. And that's what this podcast is about or the next um, 11 weeks will be about. It's basically to say, look, I understand the idea that you have, but you've actually got it wrong. That's not the idea that Christianity has, or that's not how Christians think, or that's not what the Word of God says. And that is uh, what, the claim that you are making is actually not founded in the Christian worldview. And so the best way to clarify the different positions that people have um, is to actually face the critiques and to carefully think about it. And that's really what I'd like to do with this Um, with these upcoming podcasts. So, for today, I will be dealing with the first two objections or reasons why this guy says people should stop believing in God. And what I will do is this. I'll be honest when a good argument is made. I'll I'll be really honest because I don't want to be a fool. Walk around and make dumb arguments you know, in response to actually good arguments. But uh, on the same note, if the argument is bad, I will raise my opinion. And if you'd like to add or subtract on anything, please don't hesitate to message me. I had quite a few people that, that sent me messages and, and gave their responses uh, regarding some of the, the things that was said last week. And I'd like to learn. Uh, I think this is a podcast for people who think. Um, so come think with me and do not be shy to, to share your ideas. And I can share it on this podcast and we can all just grow and, and think deeper about these issues of faith. So let's get into it. Here are the two first objections in that video. Uh, Number one, these are his exact words. If God knows everything we're going to do in the future, then we do not have free will, but we do. Secondly, his second objection was this. If God does not know everything we are going to do in the future, then he is not really omniscient. I'm just going to repeat that quickly so that we're all on the same page. Let's go to number one. If God knows everything we're going to do in the future, then we do not have free will. But we do. Okay. Number two. If God does not know everything we are going to do in the future, then he is not really omniscient. Now, before we wrestle with these two ideas, let me just briefly explain two concepts here. Uh, so we're all just on the same page and nobody gets lost in the process. The, the first idea is this, the idea of free will. Now, I assume most would understand what that means, but if not, it basically means that we make our own decisions. Nobody is controlling us. We are in control of our actions. We have free will to act, to think, 
to believe, etc., etc. The second idea is this, the word omniscience that he uses, or omniscient, that is one of the attributes of God. And it basically means God knows everything. And that's why it's, it's synonymous with uh, all-knowing. Okay, God is all-knowing. He is omniscient. He, the Bible tells us that He knows the, the amount of hair that we have in our heads. The Bible tells us that he, he calls forth the stars one by one and He gives them names. Every star of the billions of billions of stars. He knows them by name. He, he's the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and the end. So He knows everything from beginning to the end. He's not time-bound. So He's like, yeah, He just knows everything. I think you get the idea. Now, let the rebuttal begin um, now that those ideas have been said out of the way. And listen, to be honest with you, this is not going to be a long post podcast, maybe maybe 15 minutes, uh, because, you know, there's not really much to say. First, let me just say this. I think we all agree that we have free will, right? So, so we agree with him. He says we've got free will. Okay, great. I believe that too. I'm sure you believe that too. I can choose what I want to do. I can choose what I believe. I can choose what I eat. I can choose where I go, how fast I drive. Um, I can lift up my pen. My pen is in my hand. Uh, I can decide when I drop it and where or where I throw it, right? If you can lift your hand right now as you're listening to this, then you have free will. It's your decision, right? It sounds like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Well, well, there are some people in our world who believe in determinism. Now, determinism means that our actions are determined by something or someone else. Now, I'm not going to go into that. I, I don't believe that, and the YouTube guy doesn't believe that. And I don't know if you believe in that. But, but let's say for, this, for, this, for these arguments for today, uh, we all agree that we have free will. Okay, so the second thing that I'd like to say is then actually to tap into this first statement that he made. And this is a question to the YouTube guy. How does God, knowing the future, have anything to do with our free will? I'm just going to repeat that. How does, how does God, knowing the future, have anything to do with our free will? The statement in itself doesn't seem to make sense. Right? Just because God knows what I will do doesn't mean He made me do it. Right? It doesn't take away my free will, the fact that He knows what I'm going to do. Now, let me give an example. Let's say for some reason or somehow I manage to be able to see the future. Right? I find out that 4 p.m. tomorrow afternoon, my dog will chase a rabbit down the hill next to my house. Let's say I know that. I can predict that, or I can see that into the future. Does that mean my dog no longer has free will? Did he decide, or is he going to decide to chase the rabbit, or am I deciding? No. Just because I know doesn't mean that I made him do it. I hope that you, you get that. He still has his will, and I still know what he's going to do. The two ideas are not mutually exclusive. Just because you know someone will do something doesn't mean that person doesn't have free will anymore. I hope you get the idea. The fact that I have free will doesn't rob God of his omniscience. Okay, so that's my, my second point. My third point is this. I think I understand what he's trying to say, but I think he used the wrong words. Maybe he thinks that because God knows what's going to happen, he makes it happen. I'm not sure if that's the idea. Maybe he wanted to say this. If God makes us do everything we're going to do in the future, then we do not have free will. It's almost like because God knows what is going to happen, um, he makes it happen. 
But those are two different concepts. And in theology, this is often debated and discussed by people. And that's the difference between predestination and foreknowledge. Okay? Foreknowledge is this. God knows what I'm going to do, but he doesn't make me do it. Okay? I have free will. All right? Everybody get that? Foreknowledge. He foreknew what I was going to do. All right? Predestination is this. God makes me do what I do. That's determinism. Right? That is not Christianity. Well, at least that is not biblical Christianity. Biblical Christianity says that we've got free will. That we all make decisions. And we all will be held accountable for those decisions. And God knows what we will do before we do it. But he doesn't make us do it. I hope. Everything is clear. And fourthly, however, and this might be a question that has already come to your mind. Um, if God knows that I will do something dumb then, why doesn't he stop me? Now, this guy with the objections, he doesn't really talk about that. But I think that's what, what's coming up in most people's minds at this time. If God knows I will do something dumb, then why doesn't he stop me? Well... Because then he will take away my free will. If he does stop me from doing something silly, then he's robbing me of my free will. And then I become a puppet on a string, right? Then I become a robot. And the atheists would agree. That's what nobody wants. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be little puppets in, in God's hands. We are not robots. As already said, we agree that we have free will. In order for free will to exist, God must give us our space to make our own decisions. Otherwise, we cannot be held accountable. You remove free will, there's no need for justice, for example. It's important to maybe just elaborate this on a, for, a, for a second. You know, the question might be asked, you know, somebody walks up to a little girl and puts a gun to her head and, and pulls the trigger. I, I mean, there's some of the most horrific crimes that take place in our world. And the question that people would ask is, why doesn't God stop that guy from pulling the trigger? Why doesn't he just stop that? Well, here's a great argument that can be made. Because the moment God stops that guy from pulling the trigger, God is taking away that guy's free will. In that moment, that guy just becomes a robot. And so that begs the question, do we want to be robots or do we want to have free will? If God can pick and choose whose wills he's going to change in this world, um, yeah. I don't think the human race would be quite happy with that. It's one of the key characteristics of God that he has created the world. He has set us free to make our own decisions, to believe what we want, to do what we want. That's why many areas of our world is in a mess. Not because of God making people do what they do, but because God allows people to do what they want to do because he's given them free will. And love cannot exist if there's no free will. And that is what God is. God is love. Hope that makes all sense. Now, fifthly, based on everything said so far, argument two falls flat. Okay? God is omniscient. Nobody's arguing about that. So I can't really respond to the second argument he makes because there is no argument. Um, so let me conclude. I'd like to oppose, or I'd like to pose one opposing statement back to the YouTube dude based on the two that he has thrown at believers. Um, and I'd like to do that every week. So he makes statements to stop believing in God. I'd like to make statements to start believing in God. Right? Or stop believing in atheism. Here's the question. If God does not exist, 
How will people be held accountable for using their free will to hurt other people? I'm just going to repeat that again. If God does not exist, how will people be held accountable for using their free will to hurt other people? Both atheists and most theists uh, believe that we have free will to act. Okay, we've all got free will to act. And both, I believe, most rational people believe that um, if you've got free will to act, you also must be held accountable for the acts that you perform because you can't just go around hurting people. All right. So what happens to serial murderers and rapists who never get caught? Like, for example, I've used before, what about a guy like Jack the Ripper? He, he murdered people. He died. He was never caught. A guy like that, if there's no God, a guy like that will never pay for what he has done. So we can all just go on with our lives. We just hurt people, kill people, do what we want. We'll never be held accountable if there's no God. That's a, that's a horrible world to be living in. And we can, we can flip it, the coin on the other side as well and then ask the question, okay, what about people that have died innocently in this world? Right? What about them? How will they ever be rewarded for the injustices that they endured? That is a question I'd like to pose to the atheist community out there. A sincere question. Guys, this was a short podcast and I, I hope that it has given you some, some ideas to stimulate your thinking. Uh, so far, to be honest with you, the first two statements, uh, those are not good reasons to stop believing in God at all. Have a super week. Bye.